Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trade, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. It is January 3rd, 2023. It is day number one, the tr first trading day of the year. Now, it's a little bit before 8.30. I'm going to get ready to get this thing started, get it rolling, and I got to reset everything back to zero. So if you can see my account, for those of you just listening, not watching, uh, oh, by the way, you can watch by... Uh, you know, uploading the videos from YouTube or wherever they're going to be posted. But as you can see, the account is back to zero. It's a $100,000 account, absolutely no trades, nothing here at all. So what we're going to do, we're going to jump in and we're going to start investing for weekly cash flow using nothing but pre-qualified dividend stocks. What are they? Those are companies that have increased their dividend payments to their shareholders for a minimum of 25 years. Some companies as much as 70 years consistently increasing their dividend payments. A lot of these companies are over 100 years old. So I really don't think they're going anywhere. Can you make more money somewhere else? Yeah, you probably can. But is there going to be anything safer than this? I really don't think so. Because any one of these companies I really wouldn't mind holding for a long period of time, which means buy it, collect the dividend over and over and over again. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you how to get cash flow from it. So if you're starting out with a small account and you want to get to a larger account where it's effortless and uh, you can make enough money just to live off of comfortably like I do, it's going to take time. So if you're looking to make a lot of money right up front, if you're going to look to you know hit a big score, this ain't for you. This is safe, predictable, and consistent. In my humble opinion, is no risk whatsoever. Because if you ask yourself this question, do you really think a world worth living in is not going to have Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Ford, General Motors, uh, AT&T, Home Depot, Lowe's? These are just some of those companies that I invest in. Only the cream of the crop. Any one of them, like I said, I would not mind holding for a long period of time. So it is time to get started. So let's do this. We're going to look at the Dividend Kings first because those are always my personal favorite. Anytime a Dividend King comes up, it's a usual, usual no-brainer for me. So I usually just jump on in and uh, let's go from there. Now, today being the third, I want to look at companies that are going to be paying out their dividend two weeks from, from, uh, from this week. So that would be the week of the 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th. Hey, that's my birthday. <laughs> so... Here we go. Now, there's only three dividend kings that are paying out a dividend in two weeks. Lowe's, Procter & Gamble, and Colgate-Palmolive. Hey, any one of those companies I'd be more than glad to hold on to. So let's take a look at the numbers. Now remember, we want to jump in on this. We want to get capture the dividend, capture a premium. We want to capture a 1% return for the week. Now, worst case scenario, we'll hold on to it. We'll write up another premium on it next week. And then the week after that, the same thing. Then we'll get to pick up the uh, the dividend if it comes to that. But other than that, I really just want to collect my dividend and be done with. So let's quickly go over who we're looking at. Lowe's is first on the list. They're paying 80 cent dividend. <coughs> Sorry about that. You're going to have to excuse me because <coughs> in life there's no such thing as a reset button. So all my podcasts, all my, my videos are all going to be live and unedited. Because life doesn't work that way. You don't get to go in and clean up the conversation after you have it. No, this is just the way it works. Now, my most precious commodity is my time. I want to devote 10, 15 minutes to this a week, and I'll be done and over with. Now, what I'm going to be sharing with you is going to be a little bit longer than that. But once you get it down, once you understand it, 
and it's just like 10 minutes a week. You know, you get in, you see it, and here we're gonna go. Ready? Lowe's, first on the list. A year ago, Lowe's was sitting at 258. It was actually the high of the year. Uh, quickly followed that uh, at 260.20. Now that was back a year ago. All right. Now, <coughs> <coughs> sorry about that. As I was saying, now from the high a year ago at 260, this thing drops and finds its bottom. Actually, has a double bottom right in the uh, June area towards the end of June uh, at um, 171.39. Now, that's the low of the year for lows. So we're going to go buy that and then it's going to go back up again, jump into that trading range between 186 and 213. But we want to look at the last 30 days. What has this thing been doing in the last 30 days? Here we go. So the last 30 days, we get a high at 217.83. That was uh, three weeks ago, and we got a low at 195.27. Now, that was the week before last. That was on the, the, the 22nd of December, just before Christmas. So that's the low of the 30-day period. Now, we got the dividend coming up in two weeks, so what does this thing normally do? Now, what do I mean by normally do? We're going to look at the seasonality chart. Now, for those of you not aware what the seasonality chart is, that's taking the dividend stock <coughs> it taken last year the year before the year before 10 years worth of data compile it on top of one another just to give you an average of what the thing normally does so it gives me an idea what the stock normally does on a year to year basis because let's face it Lowe's is not coming out with any new products Lowe's just supplies building materials okay and uh, whatever else is whatever else it is that they do supply. So if you look at the very beginning of the year, now we're only looking at the red line. Now there's usually a red line and a blue line. The blue line represents the movement for this year. And as you can see on this 10 year chart, there's no blue line. Why is that? That's because today's the first trading day and the market hasn't even opened up yet. So if I take a look at the red line, we'll look at the first week of the year. Here we go. <clears throat> Anyone can plainly see that this little baby's going straight, almost straight up. Now, if I was going to give you a rating between 1 and 10, 10 being perfectly straight up and, and 1 being almost flat, this thing's going to rate an 8 or a 9. I mean, it's really good. It's really up there. I like this one. All right, so lows, like I said before, a dividend came for me is usually a no-brainer. So let's get in and see what the numbers are looking at, looking like. Now, these are pre-market numbers, so the numbers aren't going to be exact. They're going to be a little off-skewed only because um, the market's not open and you don't have an accurate number. But I'll give you an idea of what we are going to be looking at. Now, there's a couple of strategies we're going to look at, and each one has a different approach. So, the last trade was $39.40. So, if the market maker decides to open it up right around that area. We could buy it at 39.40 and we can somebody sell somebody the right to buy it from us at 44 cents a share. Okay, so you buy it at the market, 39.40, you sell somebody the right to buy it from you at 39.50, you're gonna collect a 44 cent premium. Now the premium on this stock just happens to be half of what the dividend is. Because I believe, like I said earlier, the dividend is 80 cents. Okay, now, 
I'm only looking to obtain a 1% return. Now, if I'm buying it at, at 39.40 and the dip and the, and the the strike price that I'm selling, which means I'm giving someone the right to buy it from me at 39.50 for 44 cents a share. Now, 44 cents is over 1%. So this is like one of those one of my favorite trades because lows, like I said, I always buy the lows the very first of the year because it's the very first one that pops up. It's a dividend king. The dividend coming up, the seasonality looks great. The um, the one-year chart looked okay, and the 30-day chart looks okay. Not awesome, but the stock is going sideways. I like a sideways moving stock. They're great for covered calls and spreads. Spreads are something we're gonna get into in a different episode because they're a little bit more complicated, a lot more profitable. And here's one thing you really got to take into heart and keep in the forefront of your mind. More profit equals more risk, okay? These trades are almost risk-free, and you're getting about a 1% return. Now, I know 1% doesn't sound like a lot of money, but add it up over the year and compound it, it comes to well over 72% a year. I mean, do the math. One, I mean, you'll take 100,000 times you know, 0 0.01, that's 1%. Then you have that times 0 0.01 times 0 0.01. You do that 52 times, you're going to come up with, you know, 72% uh, return. Anyway, somewhere in that area. But let's get back to this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy right off the bat 1,000 shares. Okay? We're going to buy, the, buy at the market. So what's going to happen is <coughs> the price is going to get filled at the market price. So as soon as the market opens, this is going to fill. All right, so we're going to do that. So that's the first trade of the year by 1,000. Oops, I'm looking at the wrong one. Sorry, what a way to start the year. I was looking at the wrongs. I was looking at Verizon. All right, that's totally wrong. Okay. <clears throat> you're gonna have to excuse me like I say this is all unedited so there you go my first mistake of the year all right so the last trade for Lowe's was 199.24 now I would like to start it over again but that wouldn't be honest and that wouldn't be right because hey we all make mistakes I just made one I'm looking at the, the Lowe's chart and I'm looking at the Verizon um, trade grid okay so now we're back to where it's supposed to be the, the Lowe's chart and the Lowe's uh, trade grid. Okay, so the last trade for Lowe's was 199.24. So we buy it at the market, 199. Now I'm gonna sell someone the right to buy it from me at 200. Okay, so if the stock goes up, I'll most likely be called out. However, when I do this, I'm gonna collect a $2.78 per share, and that is more than a 1% return. So here we go, we're gonna buy at the market five hundred shares. Now why am I doing five hundred instead of a thousand? Because this is a two hundred dollar stock. All right. <coughs> Interesting thing. There you go. Just so happens that this is gonna cost fifty thousand bucks. Well, there you go. All right, so I'm going to send this out. That's half of my money right there. Okay, so that's going to buy 500 shares at the market. Nice thing about that, 
once it gets filled, which should be right around 9.30, I'm gonna come back in and then you're gonna see how that gets, uh, oh, where the numbers actually come from. So this is just the order. And then we'll come back in and then we're gonna sell the option against it. Because I can't really sell the option against it until I actually buy the shares. Okay, so that's the first one. Second one on the list, here we go. Procter & Gamble, PG. They're gonna pay an 87 cent dividend. Let's put Procter & Gamble into the one-year trade grid first, and here we go. A year ago today, this thing was right around 161. Now, <clears throat> towards the beginning of January, the end of January, and the beginning of February, hit a triple high, okay? So all like a triple high, and we even come back here to somewhere in the middle of April, coming up to that 160 mark, 163, 164, 165 area. So we get 164.98, that's in the middle of April. Now this seems to be the top of the year and it seems to have hit it like four times. Now from that, she goes down and then she hits her low for the year. Now remember last year we're saying most of these companies are gonna lose you know, anywhere between 20 to 40% of their, of their valuation. And this is no exception. Procter & Gamble hit a low in October, in the middle of October, at uh, 122.18. Now, from that low, she's bouncing off of that, because that seems to be the low for Procter & Gamble, and we're gonna look at the last 30 days. So the last 30 days, <clears throat> we got a low at 148.08, and that was um, the beginning of December, which was almost 30 days ago. And we have a high of the 30-day period of 154.65. Now that, my friends, was um, Tuesday, last Tuesday. Now here's the bad part about this. You get that, that high there. Now usually when you have a high, you're gonna have profit taking right after that. So you have one, two, three days of profit taking and then you usually, usually, not all the time, but usually after one or two days of profit taking, it usually levels out and look for the bottom. Right now we don't have a bottom for Procter & Gamble. Uh, three down days in a row. So I really don't jump into anything because I don't like to fight the trend. So there's like well, like two or three um, steadfast rules with this type of trading. Number one is you never fight the trend. Don't be greedy. You know, take your profit and be happy because the, the main objective to this whole trading scenario is to a safe, predictable 1% return. That's it. Can I make more? Yeah, I can make a hell of a lot more. But do I really want to? I want to spend 10 minutes a week, make my 1%, which is gonna be like 72% a year, and then be done with it. Okay, now there's no historical, I mean, there's no, um, uh, what do you call it? Chart, the, the, the seasonality chart is only showing up the red line. Now the red line gives you the 10 year average. Okay, now the 10 year average of Procter & Gamble goes sideways for a little bit, then it goes up. And that, my friends, something I don't want to do. Because first of all, number one, it didn't look right. Number two, this is not looking right either. So as much as Procter & Gamble is usually a no-brainer, I'm not gonna jump into Procter & Gamble until it finds a bottom. Could it find it today? Yeah, it can. Is it going to? That I don't know. That being said, let's move on to the next one on our list, and that will be Colgate Palmolive. They're paying at 45 cent dividend. So let's take a look at the one-year chart for Colgate. CL, here we go. 
Colgate started out a year ago at 85.45. Now, it quickly came up with a double high of 85.29. Now, that was on the 4th and 5th of January of last year. From that, she drops down to a trading range between 73 and 81. It just goes like sideways until the end of September, where she then drops to find this low of the year at 67.84. Now, from there, she bumps up, and now at the 30-day high, let's take a look. Hold on. Here we go. Isolate right there. The last 30 days. We got a 30-day low at 76.69. Okay, now that was back on the 6th of, of December, which is about a month ago. Now she escalates nicely and has a 30-day high at 80.44. Unfortunately, with a high, you get your profit taken one, two, three days. So you have, um, that was Tuesday was the high, so Wednesday and Thursday was profit taking, and this is where we are now. Again, you have th uh, three down days in a row, lower highs, lower lows, and that's usually not a good sign. We always want to look for a bottom, and there's no, oh, what's word am I looking for? There's no clear bottom there yet. All right, so for the seasonality with with a Colgate Palm Olive, we're looking at Colgate to usually drop the first week, okay? For the first week, she's gonna drop, then from there, she's gonna shoot out. So Colgate Palm Olive might be a good trade for next week. So we're going to look at Colgate Palmolive and Procter & Gamble next week to see if it, it, it lines up for a decent trade. Okay, that being said, that's all of the dividend kings we got. So we're now we're going to go take a look at Warren Buffett's list. And I'm pretty sure that Warren Buffett doesn't have anything on this list for this week. No, he has Procter & Gamble. Okay, so we already looked at Procter & Gamble. Now this is the first trade of the year, so let's see what happens. And once this order fills, because it will fill first thing this morning, um, we're going to look tomorrow. So Mondays and Tuesdays are the first two trading days of the week, which Monday was closed, today being Tuesday. So today and tomorrow, we're going to look at our trades. So we got uh, half the money spent already, and we'll be looking at getting about $1,000 for those options for lows. So that's my 1% right there. Now, I'd love to start off the first year, the first week of the year with a a little bit more than um, we're looking for. Anyway, that was quick, simple to the point. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk brought to you by the 10 Minute Trader where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. Check out all my information on all these uh, bios and all that kind of crap and uh, you know, follow along if you want. Ask any questions that you like because this first quarter of this year, I'm giving away everything I know. So anything you want to know, ask and I'll let you know how simple and easy, predictable and consistent this can be. You guys have a great day and I will catch you guys later on this afternoon where we do another podcast. We're probably going to end up doing three a day or do it for this 90 day period. So you guys have a great day and I'll talk to you a little bit later on. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. 
I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.